Guys, before I did get um, started, I had asked um, a lady to come speak. This Thursday, Tanya and I finished up our uh, our 21-day you know, fast, and which was a, a wonderful time, you know, I've just God really prompted me to pray, and you know, when I was hungry, I gravitated toward my Bible, and just, he just kind of revealed some cool stuff for me, and you know, it always seems like that every time I fast, there's like a, you know, there ends up being a big reason that we fast that, that I don't, that I didn't, that I didn't know about when we started, you know, there's always seems to be some sort of sickness or something just kind of comes to my mind. Um, that, you know, yeah, that's what really need to, to, to pray for. And, um, you know, this, this year, you know, I believe as soon as, you know, the, the overholts lit up, um, face, Facebook with baby Logan, you know, I'm like, you know, that's the reason, you know, that's the reason you fast and you pray. You know, that could have been any of our kids, you know, right here on the, the front two rows. And, and, you know, so, you know, pray for, for him like, you know, like he's your own kid, pray for him. But as he brings them on, when you see your kid, you remind it, you know, to pray, to pray for him because, you know, none of us could, could even imagine going through what they're going through. And, and I do want to take some time to, to pray for them, um, today, you know, hopefully at the end of service. And, um, but as I was also thinking about that, I remember, um, a lady from, from Golden Corner, cause when I first started preaching the fasting, um, you know, there was a lot of questions and, and they started fasting. And I just remember, um, her writing me an email or, you know, maybe she sent Mark an email. He sent it to me. But however, Lillian, if you don't mind, you can go ahead and be waking, making your way up here. Um, but Lillian Murphy, you know, she's been coming here, you know, fairly regularly, you know, f- since, since I've been here and, and her husband, Donnie. And, um, I just asked her to share because she's got a really cool, um, fasting story that, that she had when uh when we were did when we did this at golden corner i want to think in 2010 but i'll let her her tell you a little more about it hey i'm just gonna warn y'all i'm not a public speaker by any means and uh this is this is out of my realm i would do this at golden corner but i knew everybody there so you know they could make fun of me to my face <laughs> Okay, um, I asked Adam to resend the email to me because I could remember that it was during a very, very stressful time in my life. I work at the hospital. I'm the computer coordinator for the laboratory at the hospital. And we were implementing a new system at the time. So guess what? I had what all of us have, lots of excuses why I couldn't fast during this time. And um, I'm just going to read the email back to you because it says it much better than I could remember it. And it was it was written in the heat of the moment, and it was just to you. I didn't share this with, with Mark Bagwell at all. And um, the way it started out was I just wanted to let you know that I had some really good excuses not to do the fast. And I want to break right there because... I have a few things jotted down in the back of my Bible that over the years, as people would speak, that just God planted in my heart. And I don't remember a lot of quotes, but this is one that a guy that came and did our praise week for us one year, they called him Big Daddy Keys. And the the statement he made burned in my heart. It said, excuses are the crutches of the uncommitted. 
And I think we're all full of excuses, but when you think of it in terms of being not committed, it sounds a lot worse. So it was a big statement for me to say that excuses, I had lots of excuses. And I went on to explain what I did because Adam and I were not close. I mean, I knew who he was. He probably knew who I was. Sat on opposite sides of the church. You know, we didn't, we didn't really personally know each other. And I didn't figure he knew what a big deal it was for me to commit to this. So um, I went on to explain what I did at the hospital and that I knew that the next three weeks of the fast were going to be the most stressful weeks for me. Um, so I was sure I could not fast and do without the caffeine, especially. I had prayed about it, but just kept saying, not right now. It's just the wrong time. But um, my daughter and her husband also went to church with us, and they asked me if I was going to do the fast. And that was the push that I felt like I really needed because I still feel like, even with them being grown and adults, you still have to be an example, not under a only to other people, but to your children as they grow up. They still have to see you be that example. And so I decided that I should do it and that I felt like God was just at at every point was just sort of saying, you know, quit making excuses to me. So um, I had worked, I went on to say in the email, I have worked more than in these two weeks than I ever have since I've been at Oconee in 33 years. Sunday was horrible for me because I am a caffeine addict. By Sunday night, I was I had such a headache, I thought I would die. At 3 a.m., I was up vomiting my guts up, something I never do from my head hurting so bad. On Monday, my husband Donnie woke up early, and he was trying to be so good. And he never gets up and puts coffee on, but that morning he did. Brought me a cup of coffee to the bed to wake me up. And this is what I said. I think I thought he, he thought I had been possessed by many demons as the voice that said, I can't have that, yelled back at him from our bed. Um, we started training classes on Monday morning at 8 o'clock. My head was still hurting, but not as bad. By Tuesday, my headache had stopped, and I even had to do Monday training classes from 10 to 1 a.m. And back at Tuesday morning at 7.30, and this went on all week. This week, I've worked an unbelievable amount of hours and have stayed faithful to my commitment to God for this fast. The amazing thing is that I've not been hungry. I have not had, had a hard time at all staying on this fast and not cheating. But even more amazing is the fact that I'm not even having to take nerve medicine at work the way I was. Though though these have been two of the most stressful weeks I have ever had. I have had people comment on how calm and relaxed I am and how I've handled all the issues we've had this week with our new computer phlebotomy system, dealing with all the employees, not getting mad or aggravated or anything. I have felt the best for these two weeks I've felt in a long time. This can only be God doing this with me because I would never give up caffeine, candy, and cake and just not miss it. You really don't know what kind of junk food addict I am. And um, I just want to go on to say that 
this whole thing of Adam asking me to speak today was another God thing. At the end of last year, on the 31st, we were getting ready to go to supper, and I told Donnie, I said, you know, this has been the best year I remember. Donnie and I have just, our relationship is better. We have had fun and had a good time. And he said, yeah, or the beginning to the next year. And I'm looking forward to it being a great year, too. But over the past couple of weeks, Donnie and I have been discussing the fact that um, though this has been a great, wonderful year, I feel like that I've loved God as much as I ever have, but I've been less committed to God than I've been in a long time. I've not done anything for God. So um, I feel like this was a challenge for me to say, God was saying to me, you know, are you going to put feet with those words or are you just saying that when you pray? So um, over the years, we've had a lot of valleys and mountain peaks throughout each year, as all of us do. And um, a lot of those for us have been sickness and deaths and things we've had to overcome and really, really tough years for us. And God has gotten us through them. And I can't praise him enough. And um, I just feel like, though, with this past year, I became very, very complacent. And, and I just publicly acknowledge that before you and before God. Um, I just want to end with um, another thing from, from years past of, of pastors that I've known. And one of the things that got said was, God doesn't look for the qualified. He looks for the willing. So my challenge this year is to throw my crutches down and quit using those excuses and just be willing to serve God in whatever way that is. Sometimes it's holding a door open and smiling at somebody and you don't realize what that can do for them. It may be a very, very low point in their life. So you don't have to be a great speaker. You don't have to be the person that stands up here and sings or plays the drums. But all of us can be committed to God and just be willing to serve him in whatever way it is. And I know that year, that was four years ago when I did that fast. And I wished I could say, I do it every year like Adam and them do. I don't. I still let those excuses creep in, but I'm going to tell you, God is faithful. If you make that commitment to him, he is faithful to honor that commitment. Because for me, that year was unbelievable. And I don't deal well with people, and I don't deal well with change. So that was a huge, huge step for me. And I appreciate Adam's challenge and example. And um Just realize that you can do whatever you decide to do if you commit it to God and you're doing it for him, not for any other reason. You'll get through it and you'll be blessed for it. Yeah, I figured I had to have panicked her because I sent that like yesterday morning. I said, hey, I just got this idea. How about tomorrow? 
you come. I said, and I made sure I put, you can tell me no, it is completely okay. And she's like, sure, no problem. And there she goes, what a fantastic uh, testimony. It is amazing before Tanya and I started. Every time I bent, I have a thousand excuses, a thousand reasons not to do it. And I'm just like, I just, you know, all I have to do is look at Caroline and I'm like, man, she's the reason we do this. You know, we had had two miscarriages and I saw that in, in Ezra where, you know, it says, I declared a fast for safe passage for my people, my children and my possession. And I'm like, I can do this. I can fast and God, will you give her safe passage? You know, we've had two that haven't had safe passage where you give you know, this child safe passing, and sure enough, you know, she's here, he was faithful, and you know, I'm like, Lord, I will do this for 21 days every year, I'm faithful, I will be faithful, I'll commit to this, and every year, I mean, I'm not, it's, it's never easy, ever, and you'll always have a reason not to do it, but I do want to encourage you, you know, this, even if you didn't do it, Find 21 days this, this year. Pray for, for our church. Pray for the, that God's presence, you know, will abide here. Cause that's the, the greatest thing that we could, we could have.